Support for this podcast and the following message come from Internet Essentials from Comcast. Connecting more than 6 million low-income people to low-cost, high-speed Internet at home. So students are ready for homework, class, graduation, and more. Now they're ready for anything. Happy Friday, everyone, from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. We're doing a quick run through the Essential albums out on October 19th. We start this week's New Music Friday off with Elle King and her album, Shake the Spirit. So good. This is L. King. Her new album is Shake the Spirit. The song we're listening to is called Shame. And uh, Stephen Thompson back again this week. Welcome it's great to Stephen. be here. Yeah. L. King, a young singer-songwriter based out of Los Angeles, and this is her second album. Yeah, L. King had a huge couple of years. Uh, 2015, her debut album, Love Stuff, came out. It had this absolutely inescapable single called X's and O's. Even if you are not a person who listens to pop radio, you have probably heard this song right. on the wind hundreds of times. The next year, she had a big country hit with a duet with Dirks Bentley called Different for Girls. So you see she's a pop singer. She's a soul singer. She's a country singer. She's right. an Americana singer. She's almost has like a, almost a rockabilly feel to her, to her voice. So she's sprawling out across all these different genres. She's become a huge star. And then she had an incredibly difficult year. What happened? So she got divorced. She battled depression and drug abuse and used her second album, this album, Shake the Spirit, to dig her way out out of the problems in her life and really clearly if you read interviews and stuff connected to the material on this album very 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 closely and used it as a means of getting better and when you listen to the album you get this real mix of swagger which you've heard on songs like X's Nose and catharsis you know where she's getting more personal she's digging deeper than she might otherwise have dug I've been endlessly charmed by her from the beginning but you see her blossoming into something that has the power to have a really lasting impact. And uh, when she announced the record, she says, it's all about the year I lost my effing mind. Uh, and she tried to sum that up in the album name Shake the Spirit from Al Keen. Stephen, let's stay with you for one more. This is Peter Bjorn and John, and their new album is called Darker Days. Oh, I guess we need to talk.
I sure do like music, Stephen. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking the same thing. Like, oh yeah, I like the way these notes come together in song form. This song has got feeling from the album Darker Days and Peter, Bjorn, and John. You know, I was thinking how... They were part of this wave of Swedish pop bands, you know, back in the early 2000s. They, they just had these breakthroughs in the States. There was the Concretes, the Shout Out Louds, Loney Deer, Jose Gonzalez. Yeah. And here they are now, 20 years into their career, still making, I think, really great moody pop music. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting. Peter, Bjorn, and John had this point uh, around like 2006 where it seemed like they were going to be these hit makers and churn out hit after hit after hit. And that hasn't necessarily materialized. They've continued to make records but they haven't broken through the way that song Young Folks did, you know, where you... With the you, whistling. You, with the whistling that you could not escape for the mm-hmm. entire year of 2006. But they've continued to make this jaunty, playful, hooky, really infectious music, I think if you liked this band in the previous decade, this record's a nice place to dive back into the the stream of the music that they've been putting out. I mean, this is their eighth album, and a lot of people only know one, two, maybe three songs by this band, and that song, Gut Feeling, is such an earworm. I was walking into the studio and couldn't carve it out of my head. Yeah, yeah. You know, when they released Young Folks, I remember thinking, oh no, (laughs) it's too good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they're they're going to spend the rest of their lives chasing that mm-hmm. that sound, you know. And, and I think on darker days, they sing about better appreciating the best moments in life and living without regret, but also how they're kind of sick of the world that they find themselves <laughs> living in. And and I think that's one of the things that I've always loved about them is even, even going back to a song like Young Folks, they perfectly walk the line between the light and lightness yeah. and the darkness. And that's Peter, Bjorn, and John, their new album, Darker Days. Thanks, Stephen. Thanks, Robin. And from Peter, Bjorn, and John, let's go to Phony People and their album, Mosaic. It's so sad that you have taken Something that I can't have back Just because I'm black Just because I'm black must have been born with the bullseye Flat on my back, I don't know why I'm so tired cause I've been waiting For justice to be served for me Victim of this burglary And something's wrong I wonder what their people say That's who they learn from anyway Spill my cold blood on the pavement Watching my life slip away Is this really happening? Just be The band is Phony People, and their new album is called Mosaic. Uh, The song we're listening to now is called On Everything I Love. And NPR Music, Sydney Madden here to talk about this one. Hey, Sydney. Hey, Robin. Uh, For people who are new to Phony People, tell us a bit about them and what stands out about this new record. Phony People is a Brooklyn-based band. 
They employ a lot of genres in creating their sound, and they're kind of like um, a jazzy, funky, bossa nova, hip-hop jam band. And you you talk about all those different sounds coming together. The cut that we played is one of the more somber yeah. uh, songs on it. And, you know, they do have a lot of the more traditional sort of relationship songs on this record, but they get into some pretty emotional and disturbing topics and issues on on that song, on Everything I Love. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Through the course of the band's career, they've been known to give fans a lot of groovy vibe type of songs about, you know, first love or looking back on the hindsight of relationship or just get the mood of like getting into a party atmosphere. But this is definitely their most poignant and pointed song that I think they've ever released. And it's telling the tale of police brutality in an unexpected way and from a different point of view. It's being told through the eyes of a man who is shot by police. And even though he dies, his soul, his spirit sticks around to see the aftermath of the shooting and and the effect it has on his family, his friends, the community at large. So the ghost is singing about attending the hearings for the police, attending community vigils and like looking to see how he's honored. And whether justice is ultimately served. Yeah, absolutely. Which, I mean, from listening to the song, you can hear from the story that it won't be. And the band is Phony People. That new album is called Mosaic. Thanks, Sydney. Thank you. We still have several more albums that we want to talk about for this week's New Music Friday. But first, let's take a short break and we'll be right back. This message comes from NPR sponsor, MailChimp. MailChimp does so much more than email. They've outgrown their name. With automation, ad campaigns, and audience management, MailChimp could help your business outgrow its name, too. Not just mail, MailChimp. It's New Music Friday from All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton, and we're looking at the best albums out on October 19th. And we start the second half of the program off with an album and a song that many of you will immediately recognize. And this is John Carpenter with the theme to Halloween. And Lars Gottrich joins us to talk about this one. This is an album when it came in, Lars. I actually literally put off listening to it just because I knew it would terrify me too much just to even <laughs> hear because I knew the song was, would be on it. Yes. And it's on it's on this uh, soundtrack actually in a number of different guises. Uh, fascinatingly enough, I can't watch scary movies. Yeah. Don't Don't watch this one. <laughs> don't, you don't want to watch this one. <laughs> I, I, they're a handful I watch because I, I recognize how important they are to right. film culture or whatever. But I just love horror movie soundtracks yeah. because they do a lot of things that I like in creepy music or in like metal, for instance. It's just all about tension and how it can just creep up your back. And John Carpenter, he is a master 
of not only making horror movies from what I, from what I understand, <laughs> but, also, right. but, okay. but also making uh, these incredible soundtracks. So one thing we should mention, the reason we're talking about it is that the whole Halloween film franchise is still up and running and they've just released the 11th film in the series called Halloween and it you know kind of rejoins all the characters 40 years after that first film came out and uh, it's really unusual that John Carpenter has come back uh, to do the music. Well in recent years he has reinvigorated his music career. He'd been focusing mostly on making movies. In recent years he has started performing a lot of his classic soundtracks live I went back through our archives and found an uh, interview that Carpenter did with Robert Siegel in 2014. And I thought this summed up perfectly his modus operandi of how he makes music. He says, it causes tension in the audience. They're waiting for something to change. And that's what that, those little rolled octaves in the 5-4 yeah. that you hear in that theme to Halloween, that's exactly what it's doing. You're like... When, when's it going to change? Is, is something going to happen? <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, Halloween is the film, uh, and John Carpenter is doing the score. Lars, let's stay with you for one more record. This comes from Nana Cherry, the singer Nana Cherry, and her album, Broken Politics. <laughs> This is Nana Cherry. Her album is Broken Politics. This uh, song that we're hearing is called Natural Skin Deep. And Lars, earlier on the show, we talked about the new Peter Bjorn and John record and all the amazing artists from Sweden. She's another uh, Swedish singer and songwriter and rapper. And I know this is one of your favorite records of the year. Yeah, she's a musician who knows no bounds. And it's been interesting, especially in the last few records that she's put out, that she's almost taken on the mantle of her stepdad, Don Cherry, who started out as a jazz musician performing with people like Ornette Coleman, but slowly started taking in music from arts other parts of the world. For instance, Swedish folk music and music right. from Africa and other parts of the world and kind of like infusing it into his own. And Nana has kind of, she her last record, The Blank Project, is a much heavier, much darker record. And this one feels light. Portab produced this record. And he has a lot of different sonic textures throughout. And he's very good at enlivening a mood. But 
Her lyrics are excavating the last few years of humanity, and she is singing songs about the refugee crisis. She's singing songs about gun control, but mostly she's singing about how to be defiant yet tender at the same time. I think there's going to be a lot to come back to on this record. And the record is Broken Politics by Nana Cherry. Thanks, Lars. Thanks, Robin. All right, up next, the singer Will Oldham and the album Songs of Love and Horror. Well, the glory goes to those who do not seek it, reveling in midnight clothes. Among the wicked, picking scabs from off their skin, and rolling wholly deeply into the rhythm of a song that does not end. You remind me of something, a song that I am And you sing me back into myself When I wake, when I'm sleeping The song is a man and a woman And everything else This is Will Oldham. The song is called The Glory Goes uh, from his album Songs of Love and Horror. And Ann Powers is here joining us this week, as always, from Nashville. Hey, Ann. Hey, how are you doing, Robin? All right. So we're going to talk about two albums, and both of them feature artists who are reworking and reimagining their own songs. And we start with this one from uh, Will Oldham. Yeah, Robin, Will Oldham is someone whose voice and songwriting I've loved forever. People know him best under uh, the name of his alter ego, Bonnie Prince Billy. He's made many albums under that name. He often collaborates with other musicians and has worked in all kinds of different styles and modes. But this is a selection of his songs with just his voice and a guitar. Guitar, and it's called from throughout his career. So I just really love the way it gets at the essence of what's great about Will Oldham. Just that beautiful voice, which I think would have, you know, easily had a place on mainstream radio had, had Will had a different kind of personality and those gorgeous songs, which, which grapple with the essential struggles of life. In fact, Songs of Love and Horror is a companion album to a new volume of lyrics that's being published of Will's. I really love how raw the nerves are on this one. You know, like his music has always been so intimate that it's kind of unsettling and you feel that even more intensely on this album, I think. Yes, it's raw, but it's also so personal. It it just feels very human. And that is Will Oldham. His new album is Songs of Love and Horror. And the other album that we want to talk about, Anne, comes from Yoko Ono. It's called Warzone. See? 
The song, in case you couldn't figure it out, is called Children Power by Yoko Ono <laughs> from her new album, War Zone. And she obviously doesn't need much of an introduction, but tell us what she's doing on this one and why this is one of the week's noteworthy releases. I know a little secret, which is that you find it sometimes a little hard to get into Yoko's singing. Am I right? Her, her voice. Yeah, her voice is a challenge to me. I mean, mad respect for her. But yeah, I have a hard time getting into her voice. I, on the other hand, have always loved Yoko's voice and considered her almost like a patron saint or a benign divine presence in my life. She's a human being, but I think for many of her fans, you know, she holds a really special place. And she is 85 years old, so she is genuinely an elder, genuinely a a legend. A lot of the tracks on this album come from a record she released in the 80s, called Starpiece, which was intended to serve as a kind of a an antidote to Ronald Reagan's Star Wars program at the time and what Yoko considered a threat to the world, to the environment. And this record comes at another time when some people feel that there are very intense threats to our world. So I think this is a way that Yoko is entering back into the political conversation very powerfully by looking at her long career of writing protest songs that are both raw and you know, hopeful, innocent, yet completely direct. And there is true protest and fear and grief on this album alongside that beautiful Yoko Ono positivity that I love so much. And that album is Warzone from Yoko Ono. Thanks, Sam. Thank you, Robin. We've got one more album to talk about for this week's show. It comes from Esperanza Spalding, and it's called 12 Little Spells. You can have my love I can tell you what to do Esperanza Spaulding is the artist. Her new album is 12 Little Spells, and the song we're hearing is called With Others in H&N. Joining us again from WBGO. Hey, Robin. Esperanza Spaulding, no stranger to experimenting with the whole creative process. What's she doing with 12 Little Spells? Well, you know, the last time she made an album, Exposure, it was a 77-hour marathon in the studio with the whole world invited to sort of peek in. And so this time, she's not experimenting with the process of creating, she's experimenting with the method of distribution. So this album is called 12 Little Spells, and she has been releasing one song via Instagram and Facebook video every day for 12 days, up until today, when the full album is released. And at 12.12 p.m. exactly. Exactly, exactly, right. People have been tuning in at 12.12 Eastern Standard Time, And so numerology has often been something that Esperanza likes to utilize in her work. And I think in this case, you know, she's ascribing a kind of mystical quality to the number 12, you know, which has all kinds of religious connotations and spiritual connotations. She calls these songs 
song hyphen spells. And so she's playing with this idea of magic. And then lyrically, she's she's also sort of accessing ideas about chi and reflexology and the way that energy moves through the body and the miracle of the human body and also sort of more mystical ideas about energy. It's very sort of high-minded and yet also often very grounded. I think the word magic is sort of a, a great shorthand for this entire record. Absolutely. I mean, it's pure imagination and it's also incredibly tactile. And the artist is Esperanza Spalding, her new record, 12 Little Spells. Thanks so much, Nate. Thanks, Robin. A reminder to tell your friends about the program and follow me on Twitter at N-P-R-O-B-I-N. To see a list of the albums we talked about, check out the podcast description for this episode. You can also go to npr.org slash allsongs. You can hear full versions of the songs we featured from these records and a whole lot of other great releases in the new Music Friday playlist from NPR Music. Go to npr.org slash Spotify or open the Spotify app and search for NPR Music. And for NPR Music, I'm Robin Hilton. Be well, have a great weekend, and treat yourself to lots of great music. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Discover the rest of the NPR portfolio at npr.org slash podcasts. That's npr.org slash podcasts.